Hi, hello, it's the internet, or maybe it's not, wherever you listen to this. Maybe you're listening to your car. Maybe you're listening on a commuter train, subway, or some other form of public transit. Maybe you are at the gym. Regardless of where you're listening and where you're listening, I want to welcome you to Season 94, Episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where, look, we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, uh, subconscious, all the kinds, all forms of consciousness, higher consciousness, lower consciousness, every and everything in between, and say just off the rip, a big fuck you to Coke Industries and Fox News, okay? That shit is trash, Sway. Get it off the airwaves. It is Thursday, August 8th, 2019. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. <clears throat> It's just miles of gray, letting hot takes flow through on the daily zeitgeist, and you know that it's fuck Fox News. Okay, and there, I wish there was more, but there's not, and we'll leave it right there. Woo! I was gonna come in and support you. Just- Thank you so much to at MaxSauce319, Dennis Spliff Jr., uh, for that, aka um, one of the few people who understood the song I was referencing when I said just one of them days. Uh, so keep those AKs coming, and then I'll have another challenge uh, Friday, so, so y'all have the weekend to get your uh, ideas. But I digress. It's time to get to my guest host, someone who is an A1 day one, has been holding it down, holding the show down, holding me down uh, for a long time. And whenever I need somebody to sit across from me and guest host, co- guest co-host, and co-pilot this ship, it is my honor to introduce the scam goddess herself. Miss Lacey Mosley. Hey, y'all. It's Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, a.k.a. Ooh, I scamming every day is what I do. Ooh, I can take it like a pro and you won't know. <laughs> do it long, bro. I'm a con pro. Got your fraud alerts jumping like a disco. I can't be caught so good as some Crisco. And all you got to say is Lacey go. Don't say my government to the cops, though. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's courtesy of me. I wrote that just I now. Yeah, earlier when you were working, like you're like, ooh, sock it to me. I was like, oh, did somebody send you something? And I should have known you were you were in the lab. I want to take it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give that album? Fuck. Oh, the Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Shout out to a queen. Uh, Yes. Also, that album, I, I can't talk enough about it. I will. <clears throat> I get I get a little choked up. Actually thinking about it. Yeah. Um, that and then K Tronada's remix of Socket to Me. Yes. Uh, Pretty much any K Tronada remix right. is gold. Fight. Um well, you know what, Lacey, we are thrilled. Ooh, yes, we are. To be joined by a hilarious comedian, improviser, someone who is actually celebrating their comedy anniversary upon this day with us, which I consider a great honor because I mean <laughs> You've soared to great heights if you are here <laughs> after just three years in comedy. Uh, please welcome our guest, Pallavi Gunalan. Oh my goodness. Yes. Hi. That was amazing. That intro was fantastic. Thank you. I believe you are a scam goddess. Thank you. <laughs> I oh, am. She, <laughs> yes. Um, when am I going to get that free trip of that um, vacation rental place? Oh, you, said you was... are. You just got about seven more installments. Okay. Yeah, you got to finish your installments. Right, but I thought if you said if once I do the first payment, well, first you said, just trust me. It's it's going to yes. look tight as fuck. Just give me the first payment, and then yeah. you can come check it out. We're three payments in now. And also, uh, the monorail to the 
Yeah, this rental was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you invest in that too? That, uh, yeah, yeah. I that's bought a monorail. Exa- I'm so glad you brought that up, actually, for Levy, because that's why you haven't been able to visit the property is because the monorail is being worked on oh. right now. Oh. But keep the payments up because if you stop the payments, then, then I have to right. re- reimburse okay. yeah, you. Yeah, I remember like you told me. To right, right. Yeah, and you won't you. be able to have Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'll sorry. I'll keep eating these vitamins and using this makeup. Oh, yeah, these goji berries, my skin has never been drier. Um, Well, anyway, uh, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. But first, let's talk about what we are. (laughs) We're going to discuss today. Um, Shaq, I'm just saying this right now. He might be worse for Papa John's than John Schnatter was. He put out this video. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what this idea he has is. But we'll talk about this apparently new uh, genius idea from Papa John's that will get them out of the gutter. Um, We'll also talk about... The Smithsonian um, acquiring a very important piece, and we'll discuss that with art historian Lacey Mosley uh, momentarily. Because you also, among other things like vacation investment opportunities, mm-hmm. you're also an art collector. Absolutely. Um, I've I can't believe you actually got me a a Banksy. A, yeah, a Banksy yeah. for fourteen dollars. Wow. Um, I think because what was it? It, just well, it? it destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got shredded. It got oh, shredded. It was, yeah, right, but it, this one was shredded. Like I know it looked like it was in a paper shredder. And yeah, it was just smooth. But that's and then strip. taped back together. Yeah. But yeah. you say that strip is from that piece? No, it absolutely is. Okay. It absolutely is. Well, <laughs> y'all, uh, I've made-, made it. So, and Lacey will tell us a little bit more about this other specific piece. Uh, we'll also talk about a uh, little feud going on between uh, AOC and Mitch McConnell. Uh, Joaquin Castro just go just go off Joaquin uh, do what you do C- caused a bit of a commotion on Twitter and many other things including a scam involving guacamole which I feel like Lacey mm, you might be interested in this one. Oh, of course yeah uh, so but first Pallavi hi what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are I looked up Marxism yesterday because cool. I forgot what it was. <laughs> nice. I, like, I was like, which man with the beard is this? Oh, <laughs> like, Darwinism. Yeah, which one is it? And I like, I just, I when it comes to like grand political theory, I can get mad about stuff that's happening today, but mm-hmm. I like don't know like Marxism versus like, other, you know what I mean? Sure. Like I mix them all up. Are you, did, what were you looking it up for? Were you just like sitting at the, at home? And you I were literally like, was like, "What the fuck is Marxism?" And went like, "How does it different from communism?" I was on the bus. There you go. <laughs> I think I just like saw I don't know Karl Marx somewhere or like a t- right. probably like a tweet making fun of it, and I was just like, "Do I understand this fully?" Like, See, I, make sure. I wish more people did that. I wish more people took the time to hop on a Google, do a quick Google before they started talking smoke. You know what I mean? Like they're probably all busy driving their actual cars. So, <laughs> like, no, hell no. No, oh, no but. Shit. I just feel like so many people get on Twitter and talk about things that they don't know, and it's like we got a whole free internet. You just Whoa. go to your other yeah. app and Google something real quick. Welcome the to pro- the new era, though, where everybody thinks they know everything just because it's a search away. Yeah, it's like, that's en- that's enough to enable the- people's like pseudo intellectualism. Yeah, the right. main problem is that they don't know where to go, like mm. to look for the answer. Right. So they just like pick whatever source agrees with them. Yeah, they'd be on my site. They'd be yeah. <laughs> Trickopedia. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, come on with Trickopedia. Yeah, come on Trickopedia, where uh, it's what I say it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And truthfully, everything can be a fact if it's just believed oh, and stated no. for long God enough. Damn. That's true. <laughs> that's actually what I learned. No, she right. said it. She said Repetition. it a lot. Yeah, so you have I, false I facts, her. and you have that's why you have something called a false fact because if you just say a statement as a fact for long enough, people will start to believe it. Right. Like, and, then, and then it is the truth. Yeah. That's well. Just that's like, like that's, I'm just no. I'm just thinking of that business presentation you gave to me, which over and over you said, "Say it with me. This is not a scam." And we right. said it over and over. She's like, 
you might think it's too it's too good to be true. Three bedrooms with dock access for, for a mere one hundred thousand dollars in Aruba. This is not a scam. Say it with me. And this everybody is not a scam. left yeah. knowing that it wasn't a scam and being fully convinced. And then you were crying to me at the end. You're like, everybody left. You're not going to leave right now. I'm like, no, I, I'll, I guess I'll invest. But not before you handed out your Venmo. Right? No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and now Venmo has protections. Bank. Have y'all seen that? Oh, really? Yeah. You're Venmo. saying it's bullshit, right? It's like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> well, I just tell people that that $1.75 is not worth it, okay? <laughs> They're just trying to get your money, all yeah. right? Do you have quick pay? Do you have Apple Cash? <laughs> Cash uh, what's something that's overrated? Okay, this is going to be, I didn't realize how many listeners you guys had <laughs> before I thought about this. And I, d- I mean this in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. But Oprah. Uh, okay, she's amazing. Wow. I know, I know, I know, I know. She's amazing. She's a philanthropist. She's inspirational. Her story's fantastic. But she doesn't know shit about science. And she's wow. enabled a lot of like bullshit peddlers. Dr. Oz is full of shit. The entire medical and like scientific community is against him. He had to like testify before the Senate. Yeah. Um. She's like Dr. Phil is Dr. not a fucking doctor. Dr. Phil. Well, he's like a PhD, and but his thesis yeah. was on something totally different, and he hasn't practiced psychology since 2006. She gave Jenny McCarthy a platform to talk about anti-vaxxers. Right. <laughs> like she get she like helped start that movement. And the Yanla, but the Yanla is an older black woman with large breasts, so she is. <laughs> Qualified. She's qualified to do what she does. Anything. Yeah, if you want to give Surgery. advice as an older black woman, I would have to get a breast job to have larger breasts so people could cry in my bosom. That's right. really Can the I only Can I tell you something that still, it's a moment that still sticks with me, but I fell asleep on a plane one time and we were like landing and I fall asleep on the, the tray table and this older black, this big bosomed older black woman was sitting next to me and she woke me up with the warmest, like just a hand rub on my back mm-hmm. and I still think about that when I'm lonely. I know, it's, I, I know what that rub is too. It's it in between your shoulder me. blades. Yeah, it was comforting. so good. Yeah. It's like no the, one can do it like I that. I literally just thought of so my grandmother. Right? You know why? And she'd be like, you know, this releases um, endorphins. No, yeah. she was saying like <laughs> like, like like between your shoulder blades, there's it, there's yeah. some kind of, it really? activates them. I don't know. This is also Probably just how the a nuts. black grandmother would talk. But I believe her because she has large enough yeah. breasts. Okay? Mm-hmm. That, they, that were, they were, hef- they were, they were hefty. I feel kind of bad for the small-tittied grandmother. <laughs> this is a really hot take, but I understand specifically the aspect of the take that you're talking right, about. Right, she platforms. Because she did, pla- like Dr. Phil has been yelling about, if you want to get off crack, get off crack. Right. And Dr. Like, Dr. Dr. Oz is like, he's, he's an actual medical doctor that is selling people fake fat loss pills and like other horrible, like they don't do any research into their guests. He's like if a medical doctor started being like an Instagram thought. Basically, I mean, <laughs> right. but there are but there are Instagram thought medical doctors, and right. they're like more legit than doctors. Yeah, they're like at least they're actual doctors. They're like, just I'm naked, apps. but I know science. Right. You know, like Doctor like, Oz is wearing a white coat, and then like some little swim trunks underneath. Like it's me, yeah, boy, Doctor Oz. <laughs> I saw Have him at heard? Nike Town when Nike Town used to be a thing with Robin, and I was starstruck. Oh my god, I'm not gonna lie, I was starstruck when I saw Doctor Phil. Ugh, I don't know why. I, I think I'm him. a lonely midday TV person. I mean, obviously, I'm not defending him. Uh, this yeah. just means I, there was an era in college, I remember. Like, right. you know, when, like, in high school, you never watch daytime TV because your ass is in school. Right. And then when you start going to college, like, you know, your schedule's a little bit more malleable. You got limited channels. And all of a sudden, you're like, shit, I could watch TV at 1130. And I'm <laughs> oh. like, I'm watching motherfucking Dr. Mm-hmm. Phil now. I, I would watch Bob Ross episodes. 
episodes before there it was like go. all on Netflix. Oh. We had to like find them online. Where'd we, you? F- oh, you just go on YouTube? We no, we like uh, we got stuff. Listen, I'm <laughs> Wait, not, what is that? What, hold on. Like it wasn't just on YouTube. We had to like download it. And oh, okay. Yeah. I uh, like how sort of shook you are. Yeah. Everything like, well, it was a whole hot take. It was a whole system. Well, no, oh, you're, wow. you're legit to be shook about that because I got in trouble in college for pirating. Like the pirate. You did? Like, yeah, you were one of like the 17 kids that got arrested and everybody heard about it. The company came after me. I, we, I, I squeezed my way out of it and, I bet and you did. cried a little bit and whatnot. And I was like, I'm on scholarship. But what happened was LimeWire was <laughs> LimeWire. If and someone else is downloading something that you've already downloaded, it mm. technically is you downloading it too. Yeah. So it happened on the school Wi-Fi, and they called me in. Why the fuck I get busted for Carrie Underwood before he cheats? Wow! <laughs> I, and I was like, <laughs> you should be like, that's not me. Right? I've, I've me. had this paranoia they where play I'm, it, like, I'm like, I drug my key. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I had this paranoia where I was like, whenever I was like driving and listening to music, I was like, I really hope that I don't like get into an accident and like die, and then they like figure out like what song I was listening to when I died. I was like, that one Justin Bieber album was good. <laughs> yeah, and you have to say that from the grave. while they take your body away. Like, just you should it just is too late to say. You should have like a medic alert bracelet that just has like, whatever just the explanation drew. engraved. It's like despite right. what this may look like, just so you know, this album was actually a pretty good offering if you compare it to some of his other work. I was going through a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gift. Okay, uh, but that's oh. my that's my overrated. I love Oprah in all other ways. I think she's very inspirational, but she just needs to find like a medical science expert that is not her. <laughs> yeah, well guess what? When you're that rich, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. You don't even you don't even exist on earth anymore. Right. That's true. She's Especially just in like a wrinkle in time, just oh, floating up hey, somewhere. Nice connection. What's something that's oh. underrated? Oh, underrated. Um, <laughs> the TV is... show The Doctors. The t- <laughs> <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. No, um, I, this is goes against everything I just said, but like spite, I think, is underrated. <laughs> I know my therapist and I are working through mine, but I think mm-hmm. it's been very helpful for me to like get work done. It doesn't last long term when you're like, you it'll know, give throughout you your kick. whole life. Give you but it'll kick. give you a good kick to like get shit done. Spite is the ambitious cousin of Petty. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a hardworking cousin of yeah. Petty. Can we get that tatted? <laughs> Right. I have Spite it on my thigh. Cover. Yeah. <laughs> Spite is the ambition. On your inner thigh. On Facebook, I, it, my Facebook uh, f- little banner still says, let pettiness fuel your success. <laughs> it's you amazing. Yeah. Shitting on I, people is great. Well, it's, but, not, but I, I it's not even like shitting on people. It's like, I'll- With your like, success. You don't, well, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. actually do anything yeah, to yeah. yeah. You, you just up. like, the best, what was, what, did Beyonce say the best revenge is money or something? Uh, the, the best success is, the best revenge is success. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that yeah, that's how I feel. Like one dude will do something shitty to me, and I'll just apply to like six comedy festivals. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, when was the last time you let spite fuel you? Um, it it's been a minute. I just applied to six comedy festivals. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. It was a lot last year, honestly. I think it has driven my comedy. Yeah. Because <laughs> people are like, I don't. Whenever people are like, like you're not like, or not, not not many people have said I'm not funny, but a lot of people are just like shitty to you in comedy sure. mm-hmm. for like no reason or for like random reasons well, they make insecure. up. Well, also yeah. you're a woman, and yeah. you guys can you hear it maybe? But you're also attractive. That's oh all. That's God, that is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Am I gonna? Get arrested now. That's a, if I was this a white woman dude, that's a joke is I would not make. a scammer. Oh, oh, right, right, she exactly. speaks the truth. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I remember people telling me when I was doing comedy in New York bars, like, "Oh, well, you better be prettier than you are funny." I was like, "What the fuck does that you? mean?" Yeah, those people now work for me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you don't give them jobs. Very specific jobs to rinse out her empty soda cans. <laughs> I don't, they better not be sticky when they go in that recycling can. 
because it'll attract. <laughs> I ants. will check. Yeah. Thank you, Lewis. Um, okay. Well, I'm just thinking. Yeah, I, the spite thing I can definitely get behind too. Like I remember a lot of breakups fueled some of my greatest creative output. Yeah. Like I would make music or write music and like or write sketches and do other things. Like I remember like Funnier Die had just come out within months of me being destroyed in a relationship, and I was like. I'm about to fucking destroy this website. Uh, and I didn't. But um, it was very good to motivate motivate me and gave me, like, the kind of tunnel vision uh, that only Adderall used to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's now, a, this is why I say, like, uh, like people always say, like, oh, men get better, like, within relationships. And I'm like, women get better, too. It's just after. We're like, right. we, like, break up and we're like, I'm going to get on Duolingo. I'm going to learn piano. Right. Like, you is... have so much free time now that you're not emotionally babysitting yeah. a, a man child. Yeah. Right. But wait. So what did your therapist say? Like, why did your therapist say spite is, like, not good? Because it, like, consumes you, and then you're comparing yourself to other people and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, long term, it's going to burn out, and it's, like, not going to be good for you, and it's going to, like, sabotage your own career, and it's going to, like, make you feel really <laughs> Oh, damn, your therapist had a lot to say. And, like, yeah, and then, the like, you just, like, just victimize writing. yourself, and that's, like, self-sabotage. Anyways. <sighs> well, okay. yeah, it's true. I mean, I think at a certain <laughs> point, right, like if we're trying, if we're putting so much emphasis on something external, right, like to prove some other person yeah. wrong, then the fuel of your engine is is going to be corrosive over time. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I think because, again, your true power is understanding that all your 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 um, your validity, what you're worthy of and all of that comes out of an ability to recognize that you yourself is very powerful. Right. And then the second you consider a person outside of you, now you've completely ceded that power to something outside of you. Now yes. it depends on something outside of you. So you always need something outside of you to recognize your own potential and yes. your own self-worth. Mm. If you can start off by saying, let me let y'all know what the fuck I can do. Because if I'm just the best version of me, y'all are fucked. Wow. Well. Yes. It's... Buy my tapes for fifty nine ninety nine right now in yes. sixty years. You give your power away, and also another way of putting it is like no one will ever give you closure. Right, like right. you will never find that outside. People are always like, "Should I like text uh, yeah. him again? Or should I do this?" And it's like it doesn't matter. Like, don't rely on what you think their reaction is. Well, and be. also this: Why do you need somebody who already doesn't know who the fuck you are? Really, your worth? Really? Why do you need their opinion on top of them already demonstrating to you that they don't know your worth or who you are? Why do you need them to then explain to you who you are to get closure? Mm. Uh, you don't need it. You I don't will, need this person's opinion. I will say as a petty caveat, um, I don't necessarily. <laughs> I love this bitch. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily have specific people that I'm like, ooh, sure. I hope that they see the things that I'm doing. It's just something in the back of my head that I'm like, I know my ex-boyfriend's <laughs> mama. Oh, One day, wow. she's not going to be able to close her eyes without seeing my Yo. face. And, I, and I have, that and Lady I, Gaga, yeah. but I don't check on her, and I don't know yeah. where she's yeah. at, and I don't think about her often. But, I just but, eat at the uh, <laughs> I just eat at the Papa Do's that she works at every time I'm in town. <laughs> I throw her a tip. I throw oh, her a my tip. God. A good tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I need more Pontchartrain sauce right now. And it, <laughs> don't fuck around. Um, finally, what's a myth? What's something people get wrong? Okay, this okay. This is a plug for my shit, but there I have go. like a I comedy a science web series called Dirty Science, and I did my second episode on race. Okay, because there is no scientific definition for race for like many reasons, including the fact that all of our ancestors, like the ancestor, the most recent common ancestor of all humans alive on the planet, lived like three thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like we're all like way more closely related, and it's more of like a continuous spectrum of like different like physiological traits sure um that you can't like you can't define any race by any specific group of traits right like 
there's no, it's too continuous. Right, right, right. So it's literally just used for slavery. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, of course. It's like, well, no... how do we put people in buckets yeah. and separate them? Oppression. Yeah. Well, uh, how do we go about this? And we'll call it a race, <laughs> but we're a first. Like they started with other stuff that wasn't working as well. Okay, what about like voice? Like how high your voice <laughs> yeah. is? Is that no, a race? No, no. And one guy was like, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not no. a race. <laughs> no, that's Please. not a race. <laughs> no, that ain't a race. I just want to own people. <laughs> like, all right, back to the. Did you start? Uh, did you study uh, science? Yeah. In school? <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, it sounds like an intersection of your interest: comedy, yo, science. I'm uh, actually currently probably getting kicked out of a PhD program <laughs> right now. Why? What happened? I, do, not com- going? I do too much comedy. Oh wow! What were yeah. you? Gonna get, what were you working on? I'm getting. Um, I'm biomedical engineering. Um, and that's what I did my undergrad and my master's in as well. Damn. And then I worked in a biotech company for two years and then I moved down here. Yeah, so you really got no sense. You're trying to get into comedy. Now. I know. <laughs> do you know how fucking mad I am at myself? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I'm well, like, why do I love this? But hey, but exactly. You're following what feels good, right? Yeah. I think if you feel good, you will be successful. That's, my, that's Miles' tip for the day. Uh, we'll be back with Ianla right after this. <laughs> And we're back. And Shaquille O'Neal, you know, he's uh, he's been doing some work with Papa John's ever since the original Papa John was just ran out on a rail because of his, you know, racist yeah. hot takes. Yeah, he was doing Father racism John. to people. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't even call him hot takes. Just fucking racism. I don't <laughs> even know why. They're not even hot I mean. or new or fresh. Yeah, it's fucking ra- it's just like stale the ass racism. Just like the with pizza. With too much fucking sugar. Racism just <laughs> delivered to you in 30 minutes or less. Or less. Um, it's called Twitter, and it's actually 30 seconds or less. <laughs> Um, but so Shaq put out this video on his Twitter. I'm not even going to play it because it's just, it's exhausting. Um, it's meant to look like, like, shh, it's Shaq. I'm in a, a Papa John's board meeting. Look at that. They're not, uh, you sound they just don't like know Shaq. I'm here. So he's all whispering and shit. And it's the most obvious ad I've ever seen, right? But again, okay, let's pretend Shaq, you're not in a Papa John's The largest meeting. black man ever yeah. is in your boardroom. Then he's like, <laughs> Also, I was just imagining like how big the iPad was he filmed on it because his face was like so close to it. And right. he's got such a big face. Ooh, I think he was just was holding like, a MacBook Pro. He just like has like a giant screen. <laughs> the 45 and older selfie hold. Like, yeah, when it's oh, this close. Yeah. It's so close. I'm like, y'all just pull the arm out. I keep telling them to right. pull yeah. the arm out. Or if you out. ever get an older like rideshare driver, like a Lyft or Uber driver, yeah. Everybody got the low angle murderer face shot. Woo! Yeah. You got to give I, classes to the elderly. What if it's so. not because they well, can't? Well, not elderly, but <laughs> but they're basically dead. Um, what if it's not nah, because? Nah, I'm too close to that. Right, let's let's kick right. that up a notch. Oh, uh, let's call that uh, 79. Yeah, right. 79. 79. Honestly, it's like 63. Yeah. Mm. That's when you still were around for technology, but you yeah. missed the you missed the selfie way. I just like being like in my like uh, technically now or approaching my mid 30s, where now I'm like kicking the can down the road of like what I think is old. Right. Because now I, I realize, too, when I say sh- we say shit about, like, boomers or Gen Xers on the show, they're like, hey, man, we're still cool. I'm like, yeah, you probably are. Right. Uh, but that's me. The same way I hear, like, just, like I'll meet some Gen Z kid, and they're like, yeah, I was five when you were talking about this thing you're talking about. I'm like, shut the fuck up. When I turned 21, I was like, damn, I'm 21. Like, <laughs> right, I'm right, right. Old bitch. Like, I'm not a teenager no more. <laughs> like, um, but and then I digress. turned 28, and I was like, oh, okay, no. I, now I hang on to youth so deeply. Yeah, right? With <laughs> just, every ounce of I your I drink, being. like, coconut water as regular water now. <laughs> I like, wash your face with it? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That's my secret. And just, like, bathe in it. I'm well, black. Like, I'm just We're lucky. We all got that. <laughs> that that uh that nice melanin in our skin. I think we're gonna stay. Uh, but I'm trying to looking. back it up. 
Yeah. I'm doing yeah. moisturizers on top and creams and injections. Oh, so you you got the backup hard drive oh, and time machine and iCloud running. Yeah, you're backing everything yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, I will start injections soon, but no, not right now. Oh, you no. better not. I'm gonna go I know to you're a lying. good doctor. I know I'm gonna, you're lying. I'm gonna go to Angela Bassett, no, doctor. Y'all ain't do- even gonna know. Did she go? Did she have work done? Honey, don't tell me that. Dude, I- men are so dumb. Okay, <laughs> like literally, like this guy was talking about this girl, and he was like, "Her lips are so beautiful." I'm like, "Those are they're, they're injections." No, no, like, no. Guys Angela, have no on, idea on, the on, surgical. No, no, no. I have to push back on that because I'm pretty good at spotting obvious uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, like you every- are, you are. No, no, no. Angela Bassett, though, if you look at she Angela look Bassett, like a she's beauty. not yeah. fucking around. She's not her, her her lips didn't get like big or anything. She's just her face she got has a remained subtle. She probably went to whoever's doing the Kardashians. She got a very subtle, you know what I mean? It's like, everything it's is like so smooth. Okay, well, hold it's on. Not moving the Kardashians are like way more obvious. I was yeah. trying to talk about fucking Papa John's. Okay. <laughs> I just forgot that I was weird. I'm like, where the fuck are we? Okay, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal. The point being, <laughs> despite that wonderful road we took on everyone's lit ass plastic surgery and us convincing Lacey not to get plastic surgery. Um, yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to be like robotically beautiful. <laughs> I'm cheating. She's cheating. I'm, gonna, I'm cheating. I'm going to be like her, like just, her, just the voice eventually. Yeah, she's like, no, you don't need to see my face. Yeah. It's about a vibe. Lacey is a vibe. I'm the character okay. of right. the city. This is an experience. But Shaquille O'Neal. L dot A dot C dot I dot. Okay, oh. did Shaquille O'Neal have work done or not? Yes or no. Here we go. Uh, he has, I mean, a little deep set lines, but I think, you know, that comes with age. But he was, so in this video, he's saying he's at this secret board meeting. He's unveiling like a secret new, or he, like, I'm going to test, taste, test. This is all this new thing. So and good. you don't know what the fuck is going on. He's just like, remember, Papadia. So he's saying, he's pointing to a thing on a table and they're calling it a Papadia. And when you look at it, it looks like the shape of a quesadilla, you know, like, but it's basically a folded in half pizza cut like a fucking quesadilla. But also, they spelled Papadia, P-A-P-A-D-I-A, instead yeah. of well, L-L-L. You know, I think maybe just because of the previous leadership at the company, they didn't want to venture into, I don't know. Oh, yeah, so they're going to like appropriate it without calling it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're doing a white appropriation of it, which tells me the racism is still going on. Because right. if you're going to steal the via, but, then take <laughs> the via and put the ia in the papa the Yeah, put the a yeah. put the a in there. You know what I mean? Like, but don't play with us. The thing is, I'm more <laughs> upset that it's a motherfucking folded in half pizza just cut fucking differently. That's a differently. calzone. But even <laughs> like, then. But I, I, come on, you saying. know we live in the age of Just, yeah. uh, reboots, okay? Right. We rebooting Cinderella, <laughs> we rebooting Little Mermaid, we rebooting pizza, okay? Pizza folded in half. I want pizza an all donut reboot of the pizza dia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I, uh, again, could be great, might not be, we'll never know. Yeah. Better we're, prob- ingredients, we're probably going to eat it one night. <laughs> I mean, Here's I what can't. I'll say, we'll sweet. never know, right. like, oh really? I'm sure oh, someone will try. You guys do care yeah. about your health. Oh my yeah. bad, my bad. No, I'll try it. I don't know. No, I, I don't. Taco Bell on but I have. Day. Yeah, I love Taco Bell. <laughs> and Taco Bell is health food. Let's Here's be real. my main issue with the video, though. Certain angles of people, like Shaquille O'Neal, is in this video, <laughs> and, the, the, deal with, and okay? the angle of it makes me feel like I know what it's like to have sex with Shaquille O'Neal, and I don't like that. Oh, right. It's like the angle of like face. a man on top of you, like, oh, oh, oh. and I don't like <laughs> that. Yeah, it's like it's like POV from a woman's perspective of what she hates. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's I'm like just... the only porn category that's not been searched. Nightmare <laughs> POV porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then you compared it oh, to Papa like Dia. to like that generation's like selfies, and now I'm thinking about my dad's selfies, and that's yeah, and that's gross. what it looks. That's gross. what your mom sees. That's what your mom no. saw. Ruined Sorry. forever. <laughs> Welcome to nightmares with Lacey. Uh, let's move on to a bit of a dream, okay? Beyonce. 
Uh, she is in the Smithsonian uh, Portrait Gallery, now in the permanent collection. Uh, so snaps for her. Uh, yes. And more importantly, the the woman who took the photo, right, isn't she like one of the youngest photographers? It's a man. Ever, or it's a woman? It's or a, a man. Yeah. It's a man. He is, uh, he's one of the youngest photographers. <laughs> yes. To ever be to ever in Vogue? Super Vogue. Yeah, he, uh, and I think he is the only black man. Oh, one. so it was that one. Yes. Okay, yeah. With the, like, the amazing star sunburst crown yes. she's wearing? And there was a little bit of internet backlash, basically, because they were, which I thought was dumb. Like, I was reading on CNN, okay, and well, I was, like, I, looking at the trolls, because it's like, she doesn't deserve to be there, and she's not historic yet, and what is they she, have, a doctor? What did she cure? I'm like, it's an art museum, y'all. Beyonce art. She literally walked around have, being art. What are they you have about? so much shit in the museum anyway, from people, like, you don't even know. Like, right. That's well, so dumb. Yeah, she is what did art. She, okay. I'm trying to think right now of, like, people who are in there that you could probably be like, yeah, what the fuck is that person doing in there? Don I mean, Knotts has a portrait there. What the fuck is he doing in there? No, I don't know if he does, but that just feels like <laughs> the kind of shit that would be in there. Um, hold on. I really just kind of want to see. Okay. Yeah, I do too. There's Bob Hope. Look, if Bob Hope's in there, Beyonce's definitely in there. Okay. Lena Horne. Okay. You can put her in that category. Uh, John Brown, Meteor of the South. I mean, historic figure. There's people like fucking Kelly Slater. Come on, man. He's a surfer. <laughs> Beyonce's fucking can be in there, y'all. Relax. Right. Please take a second. And just relax for a second. I really want you to have like Kelly Slater's fan base come back against you. I I want to see what uh, the wave of that last. But even then, I'm not even saying Kelly Slater shouldn't be in there. It's like what? Who gives a fuck? Like right? If they're like Kelly Slater, great. Fucking surfing. That what's the problem? I think Beyonce Beyonce is a polarizing person for people because you either look at her two ways. Yeah. Well, not even just that. I think it's mostly that Beyonce has reached a level of work ethic and just astounding success that you either look at her and you're like some deep insecurities, like I could never, and so you like fuck that bitch, (laughs) (laughs) or you look at her and you're like, damn, I should try. And so that's that's me. I'm like, oh, I get up every day, and like if I have a productive day, that's my Beyonce hours. That means I had a day from start to finish where I did a lot of shit. And I'm like, okay, this is how Beyonce live every day. Okay, let me try. Up at five? <laughs> Up at five. Okay, she deserves every, every bit she you know, has. You know, you gotta get your eating workout done. Eating an apple, saying you're hungry. <laughs> right, saying you're hungry. Then maybe a little bit of lettuce, you know? <laughs> Prank call Pharrell. <laughs> yeah. Go to several jobs. Right. Having several like three jobs. children in a flower garden. Right. Yeah. yeah. Growing a child from the earth. Hiding the child. Like making sure yes. no one ever gets to lay eyes on your seed. <laughs> Have people seen the twins? Very rarely. But I understand that because y'all tore Blue Ivy up. So yeah. I knew she wasn't going to give us the twins. It's like Beyonce's like the opposite of what Kim K does with her kids. Kim K is like, give me my little cute baby and right. let me put her in a negligee. And then which magazine Match will pay for us? <laughs> <laughs> Do they make pasties for babies? Oh hell no! She's like, I'm, <laughs> how much? How much longer can I pass off my child as Japanese? I right, need exactly. kimonos to be popping. <laughs> or being like, oh, I came up with the one-legged cat suit. Okay, Flojo. Right. Uh-huh. We got we. we like, I know. We didn't right? know. One-legged diaper. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to some other people that ain't shit. Mitch McConnell. Um, recently, I think over the weekend, or yeah. There was a photo that came out on Facebook with a bunch of fine young men who were uh, choking and groping a cardboard cutout of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, and they're all wearing Team Mitch t-shirts at like, I don't know, some kind of event. And she called him out and she's like, is this what uh, you pay your campaign staff to do? Like, is this is this sort of the uh, ethos of the Mitch McConnell campaign? Um they came back and they clarified these are just high school kids and were volunteers. But this is this was the response that they gave was that 
This is from Mitch McConnell's campaign manager saying, the media is using the image to, quote, demonize stereotype and publicly castigate every young person who dares to get involved with Republican politics. These young men are not campaign staff. They are high schoolers. Team Mitch in no way condones any aggressive, suggestive, or demeaning act, whatever, just a fucking boilerplate shit. But the essentially of like, look, they're, you know, boys will be boys, you know, right? Can we just relax? But boys here's, be boys? The, here's the crazy thing about it is think about having just such a nasty-ass, gross-ass following, like a base that's just the most deplorable, disgusting human beings, that even when they do something that is wildly inappropriate, you can't even just be like, that was wild, I, that's not what I support, I didn't know they were doing that. You got to be like, look, boys will be boys. You know, creeps will be creeps. Right. But but I, those are my that's my fan base, so I can't insult them. I have to uplift them and then in the same token say that they do not represent me. But I can't piss them off because I need them to vote for me. Exactly. I feel like you just become like a shell of a person. Like let whatever morals the like crowd that attra- like attra- your attract or attracts you or whatever is like it just lets you fill it up. That's like, like you know a, I mean? yeah, that's like rapist for Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Look, me as Mitch, I'm not doing the rapes. Right. He's like, Yo, but the, people, the boys will be boys. This is the thing. AOC actually <laughs> clapped back pretty it was significantly. Great. She said, "Quote: Boys will be boys." Is that the reason why you've chosen to block the Violence Against Women Act too? It prevents dating partners with records of abuse and stalking women, also an early warning sign from for um, many mass shooters, from obtaining a gun. And just sort of like, right, it's this sort of mentality, right, that that's what got Brett Kavanaugh uh, confirmed mm-hmm. of this idea of just being like, you know, when it comes to white young men, they can be boys. You know, uh, you know, they're only 17 or whatever. But, you know, if you're 12 year old black and Rice, brown boys, you're a grown yeah, ass man. man. You should have known better. Why are you intimidating the police? Why are you playing they're- with? In a park. There is like, st- there are studies. Well, actually, this is my role on this now. Um, there are studies that yes, show. Yes, doctor. <laughs> that I'm not a doctor. Oprah not said a you doctor. were. Oprah said you were. Uh, okay, well, then, your book is on the number one bestseller chart. Rich, bitch. <laughs> um, there are studies that, that show that, like, uh, first of all, like, with, with the whole, like, police brutality thing, there are studies that show that, like, most police departments, it's like overall, are like mostly Caucasian, and they have an inherent bias that they think that black people are stronger than they actually are. Mm-hmm. That's where they like the animalistic, like all right. they attribute like more strength to like children. So it's like combine those two things. Yeah, and even with women, that's why black women don't get prescribed painkillers as often because no. doctors are like you know black you women don't. are strong. Maternity or maternal mator- mortality rates are insane for right. black women. Yeah, like the whole black women's trope of being a strong black woman has really started to be such a detriment to us. Like even like black girl magic, like we just meant magic like special and worth worthy of yeah. love, and they were like, no magical like magic y'all, y'all, How <laughs> must you do this? Y'all bitches do spells. Yeah, or something like oh well, what do you mean? You can't make five dollars a month work. <laughs> right. Use you some of that magical. black girl magic. Like, no, this is not what That's the not how that about. works. Stop. The, the resolve of somebody is not meant to say, like, oh, well, that's a greater excuse to continue to not give right. you Right. You've been suffering, you so right. continue. Yeah. Um, you guys you make great art out of it. Just keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got your about? Beyonce portrait in there. That's magical, yeah. right? She's wearing a crown. I don't this, know. But this image is like like I just looked at it and it's pretty disturbing. Like one of them is like choking her and smiling. Yeah. And these, again, you know, uh, this is the attitude that people have of just, you know, boys will be boys, but this is, <laughs> boys will be boys is the most toxic shit. It's it's not saying, no, let's, we need to actually begin to 
um, have an evolution around like what we consider like what is acceptable masculinity or right. what masculinity even is how, or means. How do, fucking and, insulting to boys. Right. right. I was like, what that are you saying so about boys? Mean. Monsters will be monsters. You know, boys are fucking just predators. <laughs> They're the worst. You know I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, that's always been a constant threat is that, you know, women are taught to protect ourselves from men. And if we're not doing enough to protect ourselves from men, then like if the boogeyman the literal boogeyman comes and gets us, and that's our fault. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But also, I just don't understand why Mitch McConnell couldn't just come out and say what they were doing was inappropriate. I'm sure they're young and immature, but it's still not okay. It was more and, excuses. And that's fine. Yeah. He literally tried to defend their actions, did not say that their actions were wrong anywhere in there. He just tried to remove himself from their narrative by saying that they don't work for him. Right, exactly. And they said it was a non-school event. Um, and they said the school they went to, they were aware of the photo circulating on social media. And this matter has been addressed with the students and the families involved. It's not even like, it's like, well, we talked to them. It's not publicly saying, no, that that's obviously ridiculous. Also, like, they need a- to all be in therapy because they all little fucking criminals. I remember when <laughs> George Bush had his uh, fan art out and shit. I'm from Texas, uh-huh. and I used to like uh, race the whites out of George Bush's eyes and everything before Donald Trump. And now I look at George Bush and I'm like, damn. Oh, was like he a using nice a pencil guy? eraser on no. a textbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Still no, no, still no. But now, now by comparison, George Bush is like, y'all said I was gonna be the worst president in history, and look at you now. Uh, you but no, Trump's taking it. What well, depends, right? Because I mean, you can have you this debate the, all the time. Yeah. There's there's a certain aspect of what is happening like out in the open versus like the open assault on our rights that right, uh, Bush internally. was involved with. So it's yeah, th- also, that's why like, the millions of there's a little bit died. of revisionist history to look back at George Bush, but don't get it fucked up. Right. I mean, he started a fucking war that completely fucked up an entire section of Earth. That's but again, true. I get it. I don't. And yeah. I don't mean to take the wind out of yourselves because yes, obviously Donald Trump is a fucking terrible president. But and, uh, no, no, I'm yes. I'm. I, I'm saying that as a joke, yes, juxtapositionally. Yes, 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 yes. But I, we used to like erase the little eyes out and stuff as kids. But we weren't like grabbing George Bush's cutout crotch and choking him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and then also too. But this is this goes on to sort of where we're at too. Where again, just like with Brett Kavanaugh, we have there are men that are rising to positions of power that are behaving in a certain way that we're trying to say is actually not acceptable for people to hold these kinds of positions. And then you have these young people who are presumably engaged in politics or pretending or just want to troll people of color or whatever, Mm -hmm. or libs, triggered the libs with their team Mitch gear, um, who are sort of engaging in the same thing that we're like, no, no, no. This is something from the past we're trying to right. move past. Also, also, like, what a fucking boring-ass team to join. Like, I didn't even know they had right. those shirts. Like, pick another, like, hate-filled person who's, like, more active you're and has a personality. You're not even on the best racist team. <laughs> yeah, right. you're not even, like, <laughs> right. yeah, he's effective, but you're not even on a fun team. But that's the whole point, though. Like, he's a Grim Reaper, and, like, that's chill because his neck looks like lunch meat. That's why they didn't put his face on it. <laughs> so... Um, moving on though, uh, because this is another sort of indication of where we're at. Um, Joaquin Castro, who is Julian Castro's brother um, and campaign manager, tweeted out um, a list of people who are basically maxed out donors, already maxed out donors to the Trump 2020 campaign. This his tweet Ooh. was sad to see so many San Antonians as 2019 maximum donors to Donald Trump, the owner of Bill Miller Barbecue, owner of the historic Pearl. Realtor Phyllis Browning, etc. Their contributions are fueling a campaign of hate that labels Hispanic immigrants as, quote, invaders and has, you know, all this information down that says, you know, so and so, Mary Hewitt, retired, or Mary Barrett, retired, Lynn Lawrence, Jack Lawrence Corp. So it's all these places and where they work. The right blew up and were basically saying, like, you're doxing these people. And you're, this is no different than the hit list 
that the shooter in Dayton, Ohio had. Now, first of all, we'll get to we'll get to these point by point. This the reason this information is out there is because when you make a fucking campaign contribution, the Federal Elections Committee, they they have all this information and it's publicly available. So you can understand because there's transparency in who is contributing to campaigns. This isn't they didn't hack some fucking database. Also, y'all, if you ever this is a, a great tool for anyone really interested in politics and where money's going. Check out OpenSecrets.org. That is a website that compiles a lot of this FEC information, and you can just search by candidate. You can search a name. You can find out if your boss, who they contribute to. Because um, the whole point is, this is publicly available, so it's not about doxing. This is this is a completely different thing. Also, imagine supporting a political candidate and needing to keep it a complete secret. Well, I think yeah. that's the thing. People are saying, they're naming and shaming these Trump, these people who donate to Trump. So you do it. So then you acknowledge you that it is shameful to support a president who is so openly and race, who's so openly racist and discriminatory and uh, inflammatory. No, it's I think they view themselves as victims. They're like, then course, the Antifa too. is going to come after me. Like I dealt with yeah. someone who like was a friend and then I found out she's like on she's like both sides. And it's like, hmm. mm. um, and she was like, well, we're afraid you're a comedian. You're going to talk about it. And I am. Uh, and, <laughs> and she's like, we live in a place where there's like Antifa and stuff and they're going to like target us and our jobs and like whatever yeah and we it's will like take that, your jobs we will get on twitter and fucking take your yeah i'll take yeah. that money that you're donating to like a bigot well yeah and also i mean the idea again there's a lot of creating this fake threat oh the, you know like you're saying the antifa people they're gonna come for me the real threat of physical violence is coming from the right that's that's all there for you to Absolutely. see but again to create this me- this sort of narrative of being a victim then you have to create this threat now this is where it got fucking wacky because uh, old Doju, Don Jr., went on Fox and started running his mouth about, oh, this is no different than a hit list. Oh, you know, I, I've seen what these things do. I see, you know, what's going on with the Joaquin Castro craziness yeah, let's and putting out a list. I mean, that list sort of screams like the Dayton, Ohio shooters list. Right. When when a radical left wing politician who's polling at about zero percent does this for either attention or a call to action, it's pretty scary. I well, mean, that was, that was the same list. thing this, that the Dayton, Ohio shooter this did. This is a list. And people he should be out, fed up of this nonsense. This is a list of 44 uh, people from San Antonio who contributed. So he's not necessarily saying go and do something dangerous to these people. It's completely it, you different know, than that. Perhaps not to reasonable people, but... People are so um, fucking stupid. Again. <laughs> well, like, just because a list is a list doesn't make it the same as another list. Well, I have two points. My grocery list isn't a hit list. <laughs> like, what are oh, you Oh, yeah, you're about to hit them I'm corn, about, corn I'm cobs. about to destroy the corn. Well, I have two two points to that, two counterpoints. One is, is that this list is including people who do own and run businesses. And financial starving, like, if people who are liberal or people who just don't believe in the racism and the bigotry and the murder that's been incited by our current administration, if they don't want to support your business anymore, then it's a wonderful opportunity for them to starve you out financially, especially mm-hmm. if what you're doing is contributing to hate groups. And in a, in a city that is a majority Hispanic city, Exactly. Too. Especially when we know now that these hate groups are actually emboldening people in these specific ci- these cities, especially, to kill people of color. So one, that is a list that's actually helping people starve out people who, whose money is going to hate. I absolutely want to know if you're funding hate groups. I will stop eating at your establishment. I right. will stop buying whatever you're selling. And then also, the, I know deep down that these Republicans feel such a deep responsibility for what happened in Dayton and for what happened in El Paso because otherwise they wouldn't be using these shootings as a political tool to act as if one liberal act is the same as a Dayton, Ohio shooting is to make an empirical comparison 
to these events. Basically, you're saying that this is a liberal person trying to incite violence in the same way that a right-winged person did. Yeah, they need that equivalency to try and sort of uh, relieve themselves of any guilt about But this. to make that equivalency is therefore stating that it's true, that the right-wing really did have a lot to do with these murders. Yeah, and I think, again, this, you know, like what he's pointing out too, right, is because San Antonio is a majority Hispanic city, you should know again who your money goes to, right? If mm-hmm. you're if this is your community, then these people who own these businesses have a the people should know, oh yeah, uh, I'm operating in your community, but I'm also invested in your destruction too. Right. And this is the thing. You're the people who you support, especially if you are maxed out at this point, if you're maxed that meaning I'm giving everything I can in this cycle already, that means you've co-signed everything that has happened up until this point. That means you support every single fucking thing. You saw everything and said, Yep, I'm maxing the fuck out now. I'm not gonna wait a little bit and see where I've land. You're saying, no, 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 I, I like this more. shit. I like this shit. So when you say that puts uh Republicans in danger for being on this list, how? Right? Because if being a Trump supporter makes you a pariah because you are basically a racist, that should tell you something about what your support means. Because that's called society letting you know where the rest of where everybody else is at. Where it's like, oh, this is how you operate? Yeah, that might that might isolate you a bit because we actually don't support this agenda and don't think that you could you could look at the situation that's happening in this country and say, Yeah, I want to continue this. You know what I mean? And there's another aspect too of like when everyone's takes are sort of like, I mean, this is so bad. They're naming and shaming people. Like I said before, okay, good. So you do know it is, this should Shameful. be a thing you should be ashamed of, right? Because I don't see any other, there are people out here who are wholeheartedly, you know, uh, Kamala supporters, Bernie supporters, Elizabeth Warren, whoever, they don't mind that you know who they are because they're at least, they can say, look, maybe the candidate might not be perfect, but what they sort of stand for to me, I'm not ashamed of that. If you can't do that with your candidate, then that should tell you something. And Again, it's this this whole sort of self-victimization thing. Again, it just it's so transparently like, oh, I mean, like, God, we got to figure out a way to to sort of make we need a moment where all the eyes aren't on us and on somebody else for being, you know, the bad guy. But I think that's all like that's all tied in like they they I think the like naming and shaming thing like they do not view it that way. They think that they are targets. They think that they are fighting their fight like they if you talk to these people, they think that they're like they're they're like being attacked and it's a situation where like the entire country is against them and they're like fighting for their own rights. Sure. Like it's the same. It's we like we view our actions the same way, but there is an absolute truth and they're just like on the wrong side of it. Yeah. And I and I also think that what he did when he compared Joaquin's list to the Dayton, Ohio's shooters list is what you said is right, is that they were like kind of telling on themselves by like acknowledging that that caused that. But I think they're also like taking the steam out of any of these lists. Right. So if like it happens again, then they're like, oh, well, we don't know when it's going to happen. Like like it could happen. It happened on like the the left side. They like made a list and nothing happened. But like on the right, you know, we don't know when it's going to happen again. Yeah, that's not even a list. It's letting the community know there are people who are who are benefiting from your dollars, your hard earned money and are again are invested in your destruction. And you should know that. I just think that the right is so afraid um, that there is going to be a war. I think that everyone is starting oh, to have a deep race fear is, yeah, that they're they going to have to atone for the sins, for their, oh, 
centuries of sins. And the simple fact is, and we keep trying to tell people, is that everybody, every minority, every person of color, for the most part, is really just trying to live. There's no concern with becoming the master race that white people have. We don't have that. And to even call Antifa something, like a group that somehow would be uh, an adversary to the Klan or to Nazi organizations, when the truth is is that they're anti-hate groups. All of these groups are motivated by anti-hate, by peace, by freedom, and your groups are motivated by I hate. hate. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like look at your fu- look at the fuel in your engine. Look, we like, wouldn't look- exist without you because right. we are trying to stop you from doing horrible things to people that are completely unwarranted and unprovoked. Yeah, it's so like weird what people will do when they feel backed into a corner. Like they're mm-hmm. like they're really they really are just like trying to hold on to like the rem- like the fact the whole make America great again thing is such a like. It, it was such a great slogan for, for them because it's mm-hmm. like, remember the 50s when nobody was allowed in here? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> remember Good when time. milkshakes were cute and white? Like it was just it's like they're, they, they're, it, they're white knuckling and it's so obvious and everything is so triggering. But now I feel like that's kind of part of the reason that they're so good at recruitment is because of this distraction. Like they're telling everybody it's not what it is. Right. Like people are so afraid of being called racist. And it's like, I have racist thoughts. It doesn't make me like racist, you know, because I'm like, my brain is dumb. I've been conditioned. Like, what you know what I mean? Like you have to like unlearn all of these things. And I think what AOC said, she had a speech where she talked about um, how much we need to like on our side, we need to love and to have an open space for people who want to come to back. Come and back, she had yeah. a plea for them to come back. It's not and too it's, late, she said. Yeah, it's not too late. What we're not going to compromise. She's literally she's becoming so a pastor. She's so fucking amazing, and like, she's younger than me, White. Um, <laughs> she, but she, like, the fact that she she recognizes that there are people that need a space to come back, and that you can't just like fully cancel a person, but you can cancel ideas. Like, I think that's very yeah. important. Well, yeah. and I think that's the danger of like cancel culture right now. Is like we could be so quick to just be like, well, you're racist and that's it the fucking doors are shut and this person now has to just be like well then now I'm gonna have to make the best of being on in this fucking world right like okay fuck that versus like being like look it's 2019 we we get it you have 19 fucking 48 thoughts and beliefs but like there is just take a second you don't have to be you don't have to have hatred in your fucking heart because at the end of the day I think what people on the left if for people who are purely interested in like an equitable world it's not one that excludes everybody because I think a lot of people are like, well, this is just for fucking brown people and Jews right. or something. And I'm white and I'm white and they just want to take everything I have. No, it's about understanding that there is an abundance just generally that can be shared with everyone. And no one has to go, you know, no one has to uh, be left out and be lacking. Exactly. And, and, we're, and we're not dumb. Like if you send like a rapist out of a community, he's going to go to another community. Right. right. Like this, this hate, like we don't, we want conversion. <laughs> like, yeah, right. That is what we want because you can't just like isolate people and their hatred from like the world. Yeah. That's not like, that's impossible. So like, we don't want to like eradicate people. We want to eradicate these ideas. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I will say this last, cause I, I think that to your point, Miles, people thinking that everyone wants equality for black and brown people and, and people just, just stops there. Yeah, everyone but white men. I think that um, white women, you can help a lot with that. 
white women, we needed you so badly in the last election. We only got 54% of your votes. Mm-hmm. And if you are a white woman who believes, you know, that basically what's happening in our country right now is wrong and you don't agree with these things, then just take a moment to share that with your girlfriends and your friends. Sincerely, like yeah. I mean this because you have so much power and we sincerely do need you on our side because it also points to the fact that this is not about race. Because no. because honestly, affirmative action has benefited white women, this is a statistical fact, the most out of everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everything that we're trying to do is for the equality of all of us and we really need certain groups to like really participate more. Yeah. And and with that like having them ask questions. I have like white women friends. Like I do this with black women. I'm like, "Yo, black person check in." Cuz I'm like I don't understand something or I like need better yeah, clarification. If it's your friend. If it's also friend. a whole internet and there's books. Yeah, there <laughs> right. is. Right. And it's not and it's not like our responsibility. Like you have yeah, to take to certain educate. responsibility, but Part of that is asking questions. And I have a, a, like a white female friend who like phrases things incorrectly all the time and is embarrassed and gets like defensive or whatever. But she recognizes that. And she's like, how do I stop this? And she like asks me questions and she participates. And I was like, hey, it's really fucking hard. Like you have to read a lot and you have to be like active in doing that and in seeking out new information. Right. But yeah. if you want to be a, like a a good person, if you want to like care about your fellow human beings, you'll do the work. And I think on a different note, I think like because I've seen this argument a lot from like straight black people, um, cis straight black people that like they feel like the LGBTQ movement, like in terms of like uh, acceleration of like rights has like passed them or whatever, which erases like, you know, queer black people in general. But my point is that LGBTQ people have been like born into families. Those families loved them and then they had to make a choice. Right. About whether to continue loving them or to like reject them Mm -hmm. once they like came out. And I think when you have to make that choice, when it's personal to you, when you're exposed to it, it's a lot harder. Whereas people can stay segregated in like different races, like they can avoid other races for like. Oh, you're saying that choice doesn't show up on your doorstep in the same way because you can avoid people of different backgrounds. Yeah. yeah, Versus someone in your family. It's like, oh. Okay, now this is a very real. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not like trying to compare like the suffering. No, of I understand. No, we understand the, cho- the yeah. way yeah. you arrive there is much different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also want to make this last point that I feel like a lot of white people feel like minorities have a racial high ground or not not a racial high ground but like a moral high ground when it yeah. comes to racism yes. and stuff like that but I really want to say that like I have to untrain my brain all the time like you were Same. saying with things that are rooted in prejudice my cousin's a school teacher and I used to grade papers with him and the name you know this was in Brooklyn and the names would be like I can't even think of one like Moncrajian and I'd be like oh my god these names like uh, like how do you read this and he was like are you kidding me he was like every name is made up are you like right. no name is better than any other name and everybody's name is a reflection of something that their parents gave them and and we should not judge people based on that and i had to check myself right 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 so it's like we're all we all have to constantly unlearn prejudice that we were 100 percent, and that's what it is i mean acknowledge that nothing your work is never finished right and there's yeah. an ability to evolve because nothing is permanent keep that in mind uh all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back And we're back and just on to some lighter fare. Um, I don't know if y'all ever have to deal with seagulls eating your shit or tagging your food at the beach or just in general. Um, but there's been a new study. Now, I don't know how the fucking scientifically rooted this is. Maybe uh, the PhD candidate can tell us. Um, 
just about how to successfully uh, fucking intimidate a seagull from not eating your fucking food. Yo. And I like this. Now, this is a study from, it was recently published in the Biology Letters uh, from the UK. Do you know this no. journal? Okay, maybe it's fake. No, it's probably <laughs> Um But basically, they wanted to test, like, if human intimidation through eye contact has any effect on seagulls, like, sort of willingness to, to attack your food. Now, the way they did this was they had, uh, like, a bag of food out, like a chips or something, and then they would have an experimenter, like, some experimenters just looked, like, had their eyes turned away from the seagulls, and then other people would stare the seagulls the fuck down. Uh, like if they got near the bags of chips. And after five minutes, if the seagull didn't approach or if the seagull snatched the food up, that experiment or that trial, they would uh, categorize that as complete. So they found that the seagulls took significantly longer to approach the food source when the experimenter looked them directly at them versus away. Now, some were bolder than others, but the overall findings they say just means that straight up eye contact even head turning being like i see you i see you uh was able to slow down or deter the seagulls for people who didn't look they were much more willing to approach i didn't even think this was a thing because usually i would just throw shit or be like get the fuck out of here that's usually my tactic right I'm going to have to get into the research scam game because somebody funded this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody funded Big people stare down. going down to figure out if staring at seagulls was worthwhile. Or, yeah, you just had like, you got a gr- you had grant money. You're like, fuck, let's just kick it at the beach. We'll do this thing. <laughs> right. We'll just, we'll just stare at seagulls and then we'll but, like, nobody, like, who's going to go 30, out and debunk this research? But like me. <laughs> me. Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. Hit your girl up, okay? Because I'm going to go out and I'm going to stare at seagulls and as what well. And you, what's your degree background? What are your uh, bona fides? Your bona fides? Okay, I have a I have a marketing degree okay, and, like and a performance degree. But okay. listen, but listen, but listen, no. I took biology in high school. Biology. Wow. Biology. Wow. Okay. The I European took version. science. Um and, <laughs> and I need to go out there. Give me three hundred thousand dollars to go out here and, and debunk this study. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm gonna go to the where are you gonna go? The beach in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. <laughs> And see, from my suite. I got to go to Bali. Yeah. Because that's, oh, right, that's right. where the seagulls be the most trill. Right, right. And right. you have to see, like, monkey effect on seagull eye contact. Right. Right. Like, you, yeah. What's yeah, your PhD a- take? Um, okay, this is like this thing is something that like the public will see like a headline like this and right, be like, "What the this fuck? The why truth. do I need to? Why do I need to know this or whatever?" But like then thirty years down the line, it's like a new invention of Velcro or something. You know what I mean? Right, like all of, of it's like fucking tied together somehow. Ooh. You know, people don't see that, they, but everything is very like niche and specific. So they're like, "Why do I need to know this?" Oh, I love that. See that that's even further proliferating my my own exploits right. that I'll be doing. Yeah. I would love yeah. to see you somehow scam your way into doing scientific research. I think that <laughs> that's honestly probably she like gets a PhD. Yeah, the She's most... like, I'm scamming. No, bitch, you're studying. Yeah, like, right. What? I don't know. Whatever it is. It's like somehow you're like you're like, Oh, I work at NASA right now. I'm working on a new moon. She's land. like yeah. it, it, at Mars. Right, right. <laughs> She's one of the first astronauts. Right. I'm like, like this really got out like, of hand. Yeah. I trying to put, I was just scamming. I'm trying to put a monorail on Mars now. Right. We're like, uh, we have Chief Scam Engineer, uh <laughs> Captain Lacey Mosley. <laughs> and the freeze dried food, and then next thing I knew, I was on Mars. Oh, so now you don't like your new uh, Virgil Abloh designed off white spacesuits? Okay, well y'all are so ungrateful. She's like, do these shoes have red bottoms? <laughs> My space boots. My space right. boots got red yeah. bottoms. Your yes. Tom Sachs Nikes. Um, also, another thing. I didn't realize there's a uh, apparently the rise in prices of avocados 
is causing some restaurants to thin out their guac with a secret ingredient. Now, I don't know if this, how you know prevalent this is, but due to these like huge spikes in avocados, people are, this is okay, look, this might be surprising to you, but there are restaurants in California that have been essentially adding the calabacita, the summer squash. And they basically, they can get the, the taste and texture right Although it's just a little bit looser. Mm-hmm. And this is apparently a, a, a guac scam. I know that this guac scam has been happening. Because she's behind it. And yeah. I've watched. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a Calabacita farm. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> you got to get in early. Yeah, okay? right. And the biggest way that I know this has been happening is because I've been seeing way too many advertisements about some guac that's got raisins in it, pomegranate what? seeds, coconut. Like they putting all types of wild shit in guacamole. And it's to distract us from the fact that it tastes like squash. Wow. Oh, yeah. If you go to Toca Madera out here, they put... Oh, pom- wow. Yeah. Shots fired. They put pomegranate seeds in their guacamole. Pepitas. Like all types of stuff to Pepitas get... I can to, get down with. to throw me off the scent... Right. ...of the squash. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Chipotle's fucking around. Mm-hmm. Or their their guac price stays... That shit is thick. I mean, but their that guac price thick. stays up. I yeah. think that... Because other places like that will give you guacamole, it's not necessarily like market price or it, it comes with the meal. But at right. Chipotle, they keep that price high. So I think even if avocados dip, Chipotle has never changed their price. Right. Cut to like 10 years later, there's no avocados. They're just offering squash. It's $10 <laughs> right. if you want to add it to your burrito. And we're, all, we're like, <laughs> like old and we're like, you know, back like, in my day, yeah. guacamole was made with avocados. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Grandpa. I think he's having one of his episodes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into my drawer and take a nap. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> okay, like I'm gonna version go. of a house. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows guacamole is squash and watermelon seeds. They're like, like go, go play your PS18, Grandpa, and leave us the fuck alone. Keep playing FIFA 4040. God, stop trying to make us listen to Migos, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm gonna teleport right now if you stop. If you don't stop embarrassing. Me. Honestly, if you say raindrop drop top, we're gonna put you in a home. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. What does that even mean? It doesn't make sense. But she was cooking up dope in the crock. Why would you speak <laughs> words in music? That's disgusting. Right. It's like, I remember when music was audible. Now we just put these vibrating chips on our jawbones, and that's how we enjoy music. <laughs> right. In, in the privacy of our own skulls. I say, it's your... And they're like, she's having a stroke. She's having a stroke. Please call the doctor. It's happening again. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Automagico. That was the one she used to do. And now it's the other one. That's Hindi. What does that mean? <laughs> I think it's like my hand or something. I don't even speak I just remember Hindi that part from like, Get Your Freak On. But I saw, I saw that part and I was like, oh shit, we made it. There's yeah. a lot of Indian <laughs> Me too, because it starts in off in Japanese. Because it's yeah. like, Kore kara, minna de odote, sawago, sawago, uh, hip paper. This episode sponsored by Missy Elliott. By Missy Elliott and Timbaland. Wow. Shout out to Virginia. You know, Virginia is for lovers. Mm-hmm. And hustlers too, if you like yes. the clips. Um, Pallavi, it's been so fantastic to have you. Thank Congrats you. Congrats on your comedy me. anniversary. You yes. said three years now. Yes. Today, three years <laughs> since you decided to kick academia in its ass and say, fuck that. I'm going to try and do both. The three years since the day I stepped off the stage and was like, fuck, this is where all my time is going. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I hope you're able to uh, also get that PhD degree. You know what I mean? That's Thank what we you. need. We need more PhDs uh, doing comedy. Yeah, you know we, need, I mean? we need we a- need anatomically correct dick jokes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're like, uh, what are you talking about? What part of the penis is this? Don't just say the <laughs> shaft. Let's be more specific. What's shaft mean? Uh, what's the scientific word for shaft? Is it still shaft? 
Okay, TBD. Zeit gang, write in. Let me know uh, all the scientific names for all the parts of the penis because I don't want to look up diagram of penis. Did you know most of the parts of like the vagina, including the G spot, is named after men? Oh, oh my hell yeah! God. Fucking terrible. Who is the doctor with the they G name? They planted our flags in the pussy. <laughs> but here's the thing, though: they can't find none of that. You think they'd be looking for their friends then? Yeah. Where's the G spot on the outside? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, which hole is the clip? He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, the belly button's named after a man. That's Damn. crazy. Oh, y'all like that? Oh, y'all are nasty. Uh, what's a tweet that you're like? Oh, also, where can people find you, follow you, support you, which plug stuff? Get- Everybody, get your pens out. Okay. I'm Paula Viganalan, P-A-L-L-A-V-I-G-U-N-A-L-A-N. That's my website, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter. Oh, um, yes. I have a show and a podcast called Facial Recognition Comedy. We're at Westside Comedy Theater the second Sunday of every month at 9 p.m. We're also starting up in New York, too, um, and we'll be there August 30th okay. at 11.30 p.m. at New York Comedy Club. And uh, I also have Oversharing Comedy, which is a show I run at Boomtown Brewery in downtown. That's at Oversharing Comedy. And I have, this is my, my the thing that I plugged earlier, my Dirty Science web series. It's on my YouTube, and it's also on my website. Um, and I just, like, explore a different topic every week. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And it's for adults, so I, like, Make dirty jokes. Oh and shit. hell okay. yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah! I like oh, we like that dirty science shit out here. Uh, what about you, Lacey? Where can people find you? Follow you? Ooh, okay, Give guys. You, you know, get how in this on goes. this great investment opportunity too. <laughs> yes, don't you want a house in Aruba that's got a monorail that's gonna take you to? Yes, it? come on now. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know you in. <laughs> yep. All right, it's gonna guys. Be great. <laughs> uh, as always, it's Lacey Mosley. You can find me at D I V A L A C. I Diva Lacey on all platforms. You can also find my podcast, Scam Goddess, on Earwolf Presents if you haven't listened to the pilot. Guys, it drops October 1st and it's going to be litty. Um, Also, you can follow Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you got any scams you want to tell me about, uh, non current ones, okay? If you're still running it, I'm not trying to mess up your flow. Um, Email me at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. And guys, the season finale of Florida Girls was yesterday. If you did not watch it Florida Girls Pop TV you can get it on the Pop Network app if you have Hulu Live you can watch it on demand Um, but get that guys and then tweets that I'm enjoying also UCB Theater if you want to watch me Team Leroy or UCB Mod Team Donatella Um, so many plugs y'all still with me Um, (laughs) plugs I need a surge protector (laughs) and I'm I'm gonna be doing my own tweets today (laughs) for tweets that I like yeah I like that okay here's my first one from NBC Los Angeles watch live during a police pursuit in Orange County a motorcycle driver finds time to take out his phone and text I retweeted this and said, don't ever let a man tell you he was too busy to reply back, okay? He's literally being chased by the cops on a motorcycle, okay? So get get what you deserve, queen. All right, and then the next tweet that I like, just because I want to, I have to get Tawny. I have to do this. Sorry, Tawny Newsom. Tawny Newsom tweeted, Stevie Wonder just ate dinner next to me and I didn't see him. Please, no questions during this difficult time for my family, in parentheses, me. And I had to retweet that and say, well, he probably didn't. Never mind. I'm so sorry, sis. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, I wasn't making a joke about Stevie Wonder not being able to see. But oh, I was like, really? then why you had said see then? Yeah. Why you didn't say you Respect didn't realize? <laughs> she probably just thought it was some dusty old dude with bad braids. Stevie Wonder does blind jokes anyway. Yeah. He like gets He's in the car so and drives. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Someone hella needs funny. to update his hair, though. <laughs> Just 
You know he can I mean? feel where them braids are starting. He know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he know they done moved back. Yeah, you know done... way back. This spells out help me in Braille. Shit. Do you have a tweet that you like? Did I ask you? Um, a or recent one, or can right I just through? plug one of mine? Sure, yeah. I, uh, a long time ago, I tweeted a picture of uh, Will Smith's genie, and I was like, this is what white people think Hinduism is. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't? Uh, <laughs> it's very close I okay. guess okay. I don't know um, you can find me at Miles of Gray that's on Twitter and Instagram uh, a couple of tweets I like uh, two are from Reductress and one is from Maya Lambert the Reductress ones at Reductress mom announces tissue is clean it's just been in her purse my god I don't know. I've always heard that. No, it's fine. It's just been in my purse because it's all crumpled it's up. It's all crumpled no? okay, up. Okay, never mind. Um, another like one. Wow, this woman pole dances for exercise but doesn't respect sex workers. Mm, too real. Too real. Um, and then uh, Molly Lambert, at Molly Lambert, there's a spider in my shower, but we have a mutual respect. I like that. You know what I mean? Shout out to spiders. Uh, spiders in the building all day. Arachna gang here to Arachna stay. Arachna gang. Yeah. Shout out to the universe, gang. University of Richmond, Virginia. The UC, uh, They're called the spiders. And I need that jersey that just says fucking spiders on the front. Uh, fuck spiders, man. But it is, man. <laughs> they're fucking tight. Do you like, do you like, like, just from a distance? Or do you like... No, if I see them, I'm like, oh. I'm, I don't get freaked out. I'm like, do your thing, man. Yeah. Unless it's like a black widow or something. I'm like, you can't be inside. I'm sorry. They're the pit bulls of spiders, man. They're just getting all this shit. Yeah, yeah. misunderstood, though. Misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood. You know I mean? It's because the environment they're in. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just out here surviving, and we're taking that as like, oh, my God. What they the are spider building will do, buildings over their homes. The spider will do as the spider will do. And that's phrase that. Um, Okay. You can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We got a Facebook fan page. We got a website, dailyzeitgeist.com. We're posting episodes in a footnote. Footnote. Oh, bless it. And, uh, you know, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app or the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your shows. Just get them. Okay? Please. Now, as I spit because I'm dehydrated because the cold brew wasn't kicking hard enough today, I want to mention the song we were writing out on. And it is from a group who I'm just going to say is LA's outcast. They're called Tehran and Aomari. I don't know if it's Tyron or... Uh, look, you have to forgive me if I'm mispronouncing it. They're known as TNA. Okay? <laughs> song is called Too Petty. And they kind of, they do it all. I mean, they're- My theme song? Yeah, too exactly. Petty? Too Petty. Yours would be like, never too petty. Yours would be, <laughs> yours would be petty. fucking three petty. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is Too Petty from, I think it's from a little single they let they released last year, but it's great. Um, and just check them out if you like the vibe as we get closer, one day closer to Friday. So if you're in college, this is your Friday. Uh, but please act responsibly. Love each other. And it's never too late to come back from racism. I love you. Goodbye. I'm very off the sucker shit. Shucking, jiving, chicken, scratching at me like you back. Me acting like we homies type shit. Sick of phonies, nigga loading your niggas to think they all that. Lapse in judgment up to Annie. Pay me, pay me, pay me. Can't we all get along now? Nah, I'm off all y'all niggas. What's a faux pas when you roped off anyway, huh? Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no.